Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to builtbar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off on your next order. And if you like the podcast, make sure to follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts to get the latest on the Warriors every day. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, it's Locked On Warriors on a Tuesday. I'm Wes Goldberg, Warriors beat writer for the Mercury News. I'll get to this Brian Windhorst sound later on who claims that LeBron is trying to recruit Steph Curry, what that means for the Warriors. But I'll start with Monday's win over the Chicago Bulls. Playing for the first time in nearly two weeks, Steph Curry scored 32 points, and the Warriors defeated the Bulls 116-102 to Monday night at Chase Center. This was Curry's first game since uh, bruising his tailbone in that March 17th win in Houston. Golden State had been 1-4 without Curry, and Curry made his presence felt Monday. Pouring in shots from all over the floor, he unlocked the Warriors' free-flowing offensive identity. Steve Kerr, after the game, said simply, he's the heart and soul of what we do. Curry shot 11 of 24 from the field, 6 of 14 from three-point range, and had six assists as the Warriors shot 50.5% overall and assisted on 28 of 46 made baskets. And then there was Andrew Wiggins, who added 21 points on 8 of 15 shooting. Draymond Green had 11 points, including a 37-footer at the end of the shot clock in the second quarter. Warriors players started joking around that they're going to start calling him Logo Draymond uh, because he's starting to make those kinds of shots. Um, And this was one of just three three three-pointers that Green made in the game. The final uh, three-pointer came during a decisive 16-7 run to end the third quarter and take an 11-point lead. Curry scored 12 points in that quarter. He used globetrotter-type dribble moves to get by Chicago's defense completely. At one point, shook Lowry Marketing right out of his socks. Uh, he was he was just awesome all night long. And uh, for the Bulls, they, you know, they had Nikola Vucevic recently acquired at the trade deadline from the Magic. He had 21 points, 9 rebounds, 6 assists. But all-star guard Zach Levine was limited to 12 points on 4 of 16 shooting. You have to give credit to Andrew Wiggins for being able to limit Zach Levine. Kelly Oubre spent some time on him as well. The Warriors' defense, I thought, stepped up overall, and that was really what has hurt the Warriors over the last few games. I know that Steph came back and that the offense looked good, but this is still an offense that um, has made 50% or more of their field goals in each of the last three games. So the offense has not really been the problem for the Warriors. It's been the defense. But still, Steph Curry's uh, presence just gives so much confidence to the rest of this group. And the win snaps a four-game skid for a Warriors team that's in the middle of a playoff push. And with Curry back in the lineup and the league's fourth easiest remaining schedule, which starts uh, Thursday at the Miami Heat, Golden State could still make a push for a more advantageous playoff seating. Steph Curry said after the game, the last four games haven't really gone our way in terms of execution and energy. We just wanted to get back to the basketball we're capable of playing. We'll see if they are capable of playing this every single night because that's, what's, what, that's what it's going to take to go from 10th in the Western Conference to something more like 7th or 8th, which is really where I think this team's ceiling is right now and where they need to be uh, best-case scenario when that playing tournament begins to try to make a little bit of a push here and potentially make it into the the real postseason, and end up in some sort of first-round series. Uh, coming up, we will t- get to this Brian Windhorst sound who claims that LeBron is already trying to recruit Steph Curry. But first, let's talk about Bet Online. 
It is time for the final four. It is one of the best betting events of the year. And there's only one place to do it, one place we trust, and that's Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Again, the NBA season is in full swing. College basketball is at its peak. It's time for March Madness. Bet Online covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV, TV as well. Real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKEDON. Again, head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today, and you're going to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, but only when you use that promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Get all the sports news you needed under 20 minutes with the new Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get podcasts. Brian Windhorst on a recent podcast said Steph Curry is being recruited to the Lakers by LeBron James. Here's that sound. LeBron thinks there's some doubt. Otherwise, he wouldn't be doing this because I know he feels a certain way about Steph because I watched it. The doubt about what? What do you mean? That you think you think LeBron thinks he may leave. LeBron started recruiting him at the All Star break. Yeah, Le- okay. Steph is not going to leave. He's not not right now. He's okay. not going to leave. Fine, I mean, but I'm LeBron recruits right everybody, just, right? So fine, he gets a lot of guys yeah. too. I, I'm just I'm just saying, <laughs> Steph is eligible for a contract extension. Hear it too. Just to and be it, clear, it's not happening. Just to be clear, Steph ha- Steph is eligible for a contract extension this summer. And LeBron started recruiting him an all-star break. Yeah, but he might be playing for somebody else and wants to the next contract's done. Listen, man, I'm not denying. I'm just stating. I'm just stating to. I'm not. Uh, you know, he's still going to be with the Lakers. He might play the New Yorker school all the time. Uh, the point. The point is well taken. I understand yeah, what no, you're, I where it. you're going, B. But uh, but yeah, was, Steph's not going anywhere. Now, that's Nick Friedle and Mark Spears on the podcast, the Hoop Collective podcast with Windhorst, and I understand their reaction to be dismissive of this. Steph Curry is the Kobe Bryant of the Warriors, right? He is a warrior for life. He has said over and over again that he wants to be with the Warriors long term and that he is indeed due for an extension. He did not sign, he he was eligible for the extension before this season. They kicked the can down the road. There didn't seem to be any risk involved. He's going to maximize his earning potential and and sign an extension this summer or at least that is the plan. But LeBron James is plugged into all these things. He is a cap expert in a way that most players are not. And he is aware that Steph Curry isn't locked in to the Warriors long-term. And just because he says he wants to be with the Warriors long-term, he's not under contract. And that anything can still happen. And you look at LeBron James drafting Steph Curry, number one overall in this all-star draft. And they played together for the first time in their career in any way, shape, or form. They never played in the Olympics together. They didn't play uh, for a World Cup. They, they, this, this All-Star game was the first time that they ever played on the same All-Star team together. And, I, and you would imagine that that was LeBron James, who has historically used the All-Star game to recruit players. Maybe his way of showing Steph Curry, this is what could be possible. Just imagine if we did this every night in games that mattered. Now, again, I understand the knee-jerk reaction to be dismissive. And I understand Nick Ferdell, a friend of mine, and Mark Spears, Laughing Windhorst off of his own podcast. I get it. But you cannot be dismissive of this. I don't think that you, if you're the Warriors, 
can afford to be dismissive. Because let's think about where the Warriors are right now. Steph Curry is carrying this team to 500. This is not a 500 team without Steph Curry. We've seen it. They were 1-4 in four within these last five games without Steph and looked and had absolutely no identity whatsoever. There is very little consistent scoring talent on this roster outside of Steph. There's not another 20-point-per-game scorer on this team. And defensively, they even struggled without Steph Curry, which says a lot. Um, the Warriors are in a position where they're looking around the league wondering who the next superstar to shake loose is going to be. Who can we pair with Steph Curry in order to maximize Steph's prime? We'll see what Klay Thompson looks like when he comes back, but Draymond Green is very clearly in another phase of his career. And the Warriors have a trade package that includes this Minnesota pick and James Wiseman, maybe their own pick, all these things that they could put together and put on the table, all chips in, if the next superstar comes available. But we have no idea who that is. And it's a question that you've been asking me and I've been asking other people for months now. Who do you think shakes loose next? Because it doesn't look like it's going to be Bradley Beal anymore. It doesn't look like Zach Levine is leaving Chicago. They're doubly, they've doubled down on him at the trade deadline. James Harden's already been traded. Who's next? Look around the room. Who's next? And as the saying goes, if you're playing a poker game and you look around the table and you can't tell who the sucker is, it's you. Are the Warriors looking around this poker table and saying, hey, what, which one of these superstars are going to become available? Which one of these superstars, who's going to get disgruntled? Who can we pounce on? Think about what's happening in Golden State right now. Steph Curry coming off of five straight finals appearances. Looking around his locker room, saying, what happened here? This used to be a locker room with Kevin Durant and a healthy Klay Thompson, Draymond Green in his prime, and I was able to get Andre Iguodala. Sean Livingston was backing me up. And now look, what happened here? This is what you're giving me? I am dragging this team to 500, and that's all we can hope for while the Lakers are getting stronger, the Clippers are getting stronger, the Jazz and the Nuggets have emerged as bona fide title contenders. You've got the Mavericks and the Pelicans behind us just waiting for their superstar players to take the leap necessary and that roster to catch up around them. And what do I have? I have Andrew Wiggins. I have Kelly Oubre for another couple months. I have Draymond Green when he scores 11 points. The world acts like, you know, it's they won the Super Bowl or something. That's what, you that's what you're giving me? So, and, and now you have LeBron sniffing around. LeBron's a shark. He only bothers when he smells blood. Think about the superstars that he has sniffed around before. Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, Anthony Davis. Who's the superstar he hasn't gotten? Kawhi? Okay, Kawhi. That's one. Who's the superstar he hasn't gotten? I don't mean to worry you. I just say don't take this for granted. I don't think that Windhorse deserves to be laughed out of the room. This is somebody who is very much plugged in, especially when it, becomes, when it comes to LeBron. I understand a lot of you want to laugh at Windhorse, but he's not often wrong, Okay. And taking Steph's presence for granted in Golden State is an easy way to end up 
left behind at the altar. Don't take it for granted. If you're playing a poker game and you look around the table and you can't tell who the sucker is, it's you. The Warriors, don't take this for granted or you will be the sucker. Our stat of the game is next, but first let's talk about Built Bar. Uh, we've been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is the amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar. And now is time to find out which Built Bar is best. It is Built Bar Madness. And today's matchup is between Cookie Dough Chunk and Cookies and Cream. And I am going all the way into Cookies and Cream here. There are a lot of Cookies and Cream protein bars out there. I have not found one nearly as delicious as the Built Bar Cookies and Cream Edition. You know how I feel about cookie dough chunk. I don't understand cookie dough as a concept. Just put it in the oven, make it cookies, and you have something wonderful, something amazing. Cookie dough is average, below average, uh, a, a below average product. I don't understand the intrigue behind cookie dough. Like I said, you have something great right in front of you. Cookies and Cream is the better version of cookie. Like you have cookie dough, and you have regular cookies, and then you have cookies and cream, because now you not only have cooked cookies, but you also have a cream involved, a cream ingredient involved. And so Cookies and Cream is my vote here. You can vote. Go to BuiltBar.com or go to Bar underscore Built on Twitter. And then while you're there, remember to use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off on your next order. That's LOCKED1515 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. And check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best-tasting protein bar. Let's also talk about Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of vehicle makes and models, it can be impossible to stock all the parts you need for your car, especially now while you might not be able to visit a traditional store. So do it easily online at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts to customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low without the markup that you find at chain stores or car dealerships. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and then find the How Did You Hear About Us box and write Locked On so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Get more analysis on the top prospects available in this year's NBA Draft with Locked On NBA Draft, scouting reports, draft rumors, mock drafts, and full coverage of March Madness four days a week from credentialed draft experts. Subscribe today and follow the Locked On NBA Draft podcast. It is time for our stat of the game, and it comes from James Wiseman, who had a career-high four block shots against the Bulls on Monday night. Again, a career-high four block shots for Wiseman. He, uh, did, he got two of them. In transition, uh, well-timed, running the court, uh, coming from behind, blocking a a pair of shots that way. And then two of the other block shots came in pick-and-roll coverage. And look, I think the the ones in transition, the coming from behind blocks, those seemed more exciting. But I was more impressed by the two that happened in that pick-and-roll coverage. Because James Wiseman, that pick-and-roll coverage is something that he has struggled with as a rookie and, and that dates back to, by the way, his days in Memphis. He was not a great pick-and-roll defender. Now, he has the athleticism, the lateral quickness. He gets low in his stance. He keeps his arm wide. He keeps his arms wide. They're active. And so those are the, sort of the things that you want to see from your center in that kind of coverage. Uh, but he has, he has struggled to stay in front of guys. 
recognized basic concept, timing, things like that. But he's getting a lot better. And I thought he played the gaps well. You know, when there's somebody like Nikola Vucevic uh, or even Daniel Tice who could spread the floor a little bit from the center spot, when they're involved in that pick-and-roll, pick-and-pop action, it can be really difficult for a young center to mine those gaps, right, and close in the right way and play the ball handler the right way and sort of navigate that tightrope. But he did a good job of it, I thought, overall. And I would say that was probably his best two-way performance of the season, which is very encouraging, especially considering that Wiseman had put together a rough string of games lately. And I understand that he, you know, in February he had the wrist injury and uh, he was coming off of the COVID protocols and being sidelined because of that and all these things. And he's had a hard time finding a rhythm. But him getting back in there being the starter, playing well against Chicago, an okay Chicago team, a frisky Chicago team, um, was helpful. And I think that Steph Curry's presence helped him overall. We talked about you know what he's doing on the defensive end, but I thought the fact that they got him involved offensively early on just boosted his confidence, got him into a rhythm of sorts. Within the first four minutes of the game, he had scored six of his 12 points of the game, all of them coming off of screen and roll type actions. The first one, he sets a side screen uh, or a screen on the side of the court for Andrew Wiggins. He rolls. Andrew Wiggins hits him with a pocket pass, and he, uh, and he finishes with a nice little floater over the top of the Bulls' defense. Later on, he, he's, uh, he executes this interesting complex set where he has to facilitate from the top of the key and then set a down screen and then kind of go on to the short roll uh, and finishes with a lob from Draymond Green. And then later on, he the most impressive basket was probably the one that happened the, the, the quickest was he sets a high screen for Steph Curry and then slips quickly from that screen to the basket and finishes the pick and roll with the dunk. And that, to me, was the most impressive one because it's all about timing, right? And I think a lot of people look at this pick and roll stuff and say, hey, Wiseman, why can't you just run more pick and roll? Steve Kerr, run more pick and roll for James. It's not as simple, right? Pick and roll is not as easy as it looks. There's a timing involved, right? There's a cadence involved with your pick and roll ball handler. And that's why, ultimately, Steve Kerr is playing Wiseman in those lineups with Steph Curry. Now, we'll see if that's the right decision, but that's at least the reasoning behind it. And over the last few days, Wiseman and Steph have been working on their pick-and-roll chemistry a lot in practice. And this is going to be, it looks like at least, a part of the offense going forward, especially as Wiseman gets more comfortable. But to go back to those four blocks, that's what you get. When you get Wiseman involved early, I think you get a more confident, more complete performance from him overall. And he was important in that game. He wasn't the leading scorer. He didn't score 32 points like Steph. He didn't score 20-plus points like Andrew Wiggins did. He didn't give you three three-pointers like Draymond Green did. He wasn't the reason why they won, but he was a factor in it. And if you can get that kind of performance, a positive one and not a negative one, then maybe you're going to start to see that breakout that we're talking about, the one that the Warriors are hoping to see over this final stretch of games to close out the rest of the regular season. Getting them involved early creates that confidence creates that better defensive presence, creates that better motor up and down the court. He's less frustrated. He's more locked in. This is what we want to see from James Wiseman going forward. Remember to subscribe to new episodes of Locked on Warriors wherever you listen to the podcast. Please rate, review, and say nice things about the show. You can send your comments and questions to me on Twitter at WC Goldberg or email them to me at wgoldberg at bayareanewsgroup.com. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. I'll see you here tomorrow morning.